Happy New Year, everyone. It's Maylee Thomas in time for another Texas Homegrown Music, the first one of 2023. And I just hope you guys had a wonderful holiday season and a beautiful new year. Today's guest is Billy Joe Jones, and what a sweet soul she is. I got to meet her in person a few weeks ago, and that was so delightful. And I can't wait to get to this interview and let you guys hear what a spectacular young woman that she is. Before I do, though, I want to do a song called Don't Give Up. Uh, it's a title track off of the last record that I recorded, and I'm going to do a special shout-out to my nephew, Harry Vincent Thomas II. I call him Vince, and Vincent, I just got to tell you, I'm never going to give up on you, son, and I don't want you to give up on yourself. So this song is for you in hopes that you'll gather some real love and support from hearing it from your Aunt Maylee and know that I'm thinking about you, and I know that you're going through some hard times right now, but I believe you've got something really beautiful in store to give this world, and I believe in you, honey. So this is song for him, and when we come back with Billy Joe Jones, can't wait for you to hear her. She's uh, one spectacular little individual, and uh, right here on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas.
second chance Take my hand and let's dance like lovers dance Look into my eyes and tell me You don't remember that sweet romance Tell me don't you remember that sweet day in September Oh baby, baby, please on Texas Homegrown Music, and my guest today is Billy Joe Jones, but she goes by Billy Joe. Welcome to the show, Billy Joe. Hey, how are you? Well, I am I'm good, and I'm glad I got to, to have you on the show. And for people that are out there listening that know that I like to go hear music and I like to discover people, I um, recently went to a show at the Gar Hole there in Anna, Texas, and I unfortunately got there too late to see your set, but um, everybody was talking about you and, and talking it up, and as soon as I left, I pulled you up, uh, and I was like, oh my goodness, I missed a great show, and so I had <laughs> to have you on the show, and girl, I tell you what, you got some pipes. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I am. Um... Gosh, that show was amazing. That show was amazing. I, yeah, I it really love was. And um, of course, I love I love Courtney Patton, and um, you know, she I've watched her just completely blossom in the last few years, and uh, and everybody else as well. The Jamie Lynn Wilson, of course, she's going to be on the show soon, and also um, who else was on that show? Was it uh, oh, Ben uh, Danaher? Yes. Oh my oh. gosh, I love him. He's really and he's going to be on the show as well. I've got him oh, slated awesome. to be on the show too. Awesome. What I, I think part probably what I love the most about that setting is that um, it was very much a listening room. And so, if you guys ever have a chance to go to the Gar Hole and see an artist, you need to do it. And and also everybody seemed like they were family there. We all, you know, seemed like there were a lot of fans there from the people that were there. A lot of people there to see you, girly. Uh, a couple friends of mine that are big fans of, of country music. Oh, I love and, that. And everybody was so funny. I mean, I'm telling you from the stage, I was cracking up laughing at everybody's stories and, and just the authenticity of everybody talking about life. Yeah, it's it was it's truly one of my favorite places to play. Um, just just being there and it and like you said, it does. It feels like a family. It's like a family atmosphere. Um, everyone listened. Everyone clapped. 
Um, you know, even if they didn't like the song, like I'm sure some people just kind of have their favorites, like they they still at least acknowledge that you were there. Because I play yeah. a lot of places that don't do that. Um, so it, it made me feel amazing um, to be up there on that stage and, and tell my stories and and for them to just sit there and listen to me. It was it was incredible. Incredible. Well, I'll tell you, having played music for as long as I have and also, you know, being such a fan of going to shows. There's something really soulless about playing in a room where everybody is, nobody's paying attention. And it's so hard mm -hmm. on you because, you know, you're like, hey, remember, I thought you came to see me play. <laughs> you know, yes. and I, I get it. Everybody wants to go out with their friends and they've got things to talk about and things to do. But just acknowledge, you know, once in a while and, and look up there. But I've gotten to where I'm really kind of picky now. And I like to go to rooms that I know that people are actually there to see the talent. And, yes. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I love just that. Gotta, I love yeah, that. and and I and I I just I think that's what that was like. So well, I I am so impressed with you, girl. And I know this isn't the last time we're going to talk because I I'm going to get you to come and play in McKinney and um, see. I'm going to try to get you on TMR this year, the Texas Music Revolution, which of course is um, in the first weekend of June, and it's in my hometown of McKinney, Texas. So I'm going to see what I can do about getting all my Texas homegrown peeps there and uh, and and just brag on all the talent that there is in this area and I'm I'm just so pumped to be able to add you to the list that is awesome well thank you so much I appreciate so, it um let's talk about first of all let's talk about you and how you came to be in this music business and what all um has you know unfolded to to make it possible for you I know that um that you you grew up I guess grandparents that were really into mm -hmm. music give, give me a little background story about that yeah so uh, my grandparents actually raised me since I was one um, and they later adopted me when I was 15 years old um, but they they've been a huge part of my life and my career and have driven many 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 miles um, to several shows I, I grew up singing in church um, and then started playing the local like country Opry's like the Wiley Opry Gladewater Opry um, the Point Cotton Pig in Theater, which is literally in the middle of nowhere. It's not even around anymore. Um, but I, I grew up listening to the old, I call them the oldies, but goodies. And so I grew up listening to um, George Jones, Tammy Wynette, uh, Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn. Um, I, I just love the old, older style of country music. And that's kind of what I'm trying to bring back right now with my music that I've been releasing. Um, but yeah, so my grandparents raised me and I started out singing and my dad was kind of like the, my dad was still a part of my life. He just didn't raise me, but he was like the, uh, I guess like, <laughs> he'd be called like the bad influence, I guess, because he's the one that got me started, like loving going to like the bars or like the restaurant bars and getting up. He'd throw me on stage when I was like 15, 16 years old and would pay a band like, Hey, let my daughter sing a song with you. And so he'd throw me up there on stage with whoever was playing. Um, and I remember going to like Silver Saloon and Southern Junction and, um, a couple of the smaller areas, like in Alba, Texas. Um, and so he would, he just took me around everywhere to do stuff like that. So I fell in love with, with performing really. Um, I fell in love with singing with my grandparents, but I fell in love with performing and being on stage and, you know, having a crowd listen to me playing and moving around on stage and all that good stuff. So um, I've had a, several influences, I guess, in my life when it comes to music. Well, you know, I, I heard you mention Southern Junction. How fun for yeah. you, because I know you had a fantastic show there this past summer. And um, what, what, how did that make you feel to know that you've gone, you've gone full, full circle from getting up there and just, you know, hanging around to now being the show? Yes, I 
gosh, that was one. Of, and so here's like a little part of my story. My, my dad actually passed away like six years ago. And so like his dream was like to drive the bus for me and like be my best driver. If I ever made it big, you know, whatever. Um, but he always knew that I would play these bigger places like Southern Junction or Silver Saloon or whatever. I haven't made the Silver Saloon yet. That's like, I'm still trying really hard. You're going to get there, girlfriend. They're, 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 they're going to want you. I sure hope so. But with Southern Junction, it was like, it was one of those moments as an artist that I was like, oh my gosh, like I used to come here when I was like 15, 16 years old and, you know, grew up on this dance floor dancing and, and everything. And then getting to be like the headlining show. I've played there three times now headlining um, this past year. And I know they already have, they're working on some dates for me for next year. Um, but it's, it was unreal. It's just, it's a really cool moment to, to get up there and play a stage that as a little girl, uh, you know, dreamed of playing. So, and it's, it's nothing like the Grand Ole Opry or something like that, but it's to me, that's, that's kind of, that was my Grand Ole Opry moment. I guess. Absolutely. Be there and, and sing and play, play a show for them. Uh, well, I, I'm already ready to play one of your songs and I, and it, it's really tough because, you know, you've, you've got five songs out there right now, mm -hmm. five singles, and I really like them all. But I, I love this song. I love what it says. I love the message. It's called Simpler Way of Life. Give me a little a lead into this. and Because you, you've you written or co-written all, all these songs, and I think that's pretty fantastic as well. So give, give me a little lead in on it. Yes. So uh, Simpler Way of Life is uh, one of the first few songs that I wrote with um, a lady. Her name is Tammy Marler. Um, she's really originally from Emory, Texas, but she lives in Winsboro, Texas now. But she is a published um, songwriter in Nashville. Um, and she I can't even tell you how many songs a week that she writes like she's insane. And um, we wrote this song, both being from Emory, Texas. It's a really small town. And I say, you know, in my part of it, I moved like 25 minutes down the road to an even smaller town called Grand Saline, Texas. And that's where I found my simpler way of life. So it's pretty much just one of those songs that I feel like everyone can relate to, whether you, whether you like the city life and, and you live in the city and that's just kind of your thing, like, but that's, like, that's your simple way of life. Like that's, that's what you love. And that's what you want to wake up to every single, every single morning. So me personally, I love being in the country. So I love waking up to, we have a pond and we've got some cows and stuff. So, um, I just, I love, I love the song. I love the, uh, the words to it. So, well, you know, I'll just tell you, I've done both. I've lived, um, you know, my husband and I had a ranch that we lived on for years and kind of raised the kids up a little bit there, which was great. And we and we're in the city now, big time, um, in the city. But I think simpler way of life to me is an attitude. And it's got to be however you look at life and the way you live it, no matter where you are. And that's what I love about this song. And I it, it puts me in a really good place. So I'm going to play it for our listeners now. And when we come back, guys, we're going to talk some more about her journey through music, her life as a mother and a wife and just an incredible singer songwriter right here from texas which i'm so proud to say and we'll be right back on texas homegrown music with billy joe right here with simpler way of life I guess I'm just the opposite 
Try. 
Well, we're back with um, Billy Joe and um, her little dog, Dolly. Tell me about Dolly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Dolly is a mess. So I, my daughter has begged for a dog for like, I don't know, probably two or three years. And so I finally got her one for her birthday this year. She's a little um, toy Australian Shepherd. Um, and she's literally the cutest thing ever. And when I got her, I just, I don't know, the name, she just looks like a Dolly. And so I called her that and my daughter's like, no, I don't want to call her that, you know, cause she knew exactly the reason I wanted to call her Dolly is cause of Dolly Parton. Right. And, um, and so it just kind of stuck. She's like, okay, fine, whatever. So it's usually it's Dolly or Dolly May. If we're just saying. Yay. I like Dolly May. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Well, you know, um, it sounds like it's more your dog than your daughter's dog. Yes. It, I mean, honestly, yes. I mean, I did buy her for her, but this no, dog. No, no, no. I like already know how that works. I me. have a dog. I, I have a big 75-pound Airedale named Mesa. Oh, oh it's goodness. named after Mesa Boogie, which is an amplifier, um, you know. And, uh, and of course, we bought the dog for my daughter. She's 10 years old now, and everybody knows that she's my dog. So it's, it's always, you know, it's always the one that feeds them and that's there with them and loves on them all day long. That's who ends up with it. And so I, I have a 75 pound dog and have, and she's, she's really special mm -hmm. and I, I love her. I love, I love animals and I love people that love animals. So I can right. already tell. Well, and if you're already, if you're already on, um, on a ranch or some property with, you know, cows and whatever else you have out there i know you have to love animals so that's a that's an awesome place to be in actually yes and she is really being terrible right now i'm sorry it's okay it's okay, okay. so um so tell me i uh, i read that you actually had been on some um some of the shows that we're all familiar with like uh real country the real country tv show i hear yes that uh, Shania Twain actually just picked you out big time and yeah. also on The Voice. Tell me about those journeys and what that meant to you because I know that if, if for nothing else, I mean, if it does nothing else, it certainly gives you some confidence to know that when people that you um, look up to recognize your talent, it has to make you feel good. Yes, um, it does. So I'll start with um, The Voice. I was actually on The Voice um, in 2014, which... Literally, I feel so old now that I just said that out loud. Um, but I was on The Voice, and I think I made, like, I think it was top 100 or something on there. Um, so what people don't know about The Voice is you have to go through, like, several rounds before you even get to the blind auditions. And I made it through all the rounds. I got a blind audition. Um, but they do pick your songs for you. There's a little secret for you. Um, for your blind audition, they pick your song. Um, and so I had to sing <laughs> a song that I would have been able to have said I have not sang in nine years until someone actually requested it and paid me quite a bit of money to sing it two days ago at a Christmas party that I played. Oh at. my gosh, how funny. Um, so, um, but anyway, it was, it's called White Liar. It's by Miranda Lambert. And I like refused to sing that song for like nine years because uh, nobody turned around when I did my blind audition. And it was like the most heartbreaking moment of my life. Um, but because of that experience, like I would 100% do the voice all over again. It, it was amazing. The way they treat you, the way that they handle things. Um, the entire thing was was awesome. I would I would recommend anyone to do that, even just once. Just go do the voice. It's fun. Um, but they did give me a lot of really good feedback. And 
um, Blake Shelton turned around and he was like kicking himself. He's like, I really wish I would have pushed my button whenever I see you. Um, so that was a really cool experience. Um, the most recent one was um, two years ago. I was on a TV show called Real Country. Um, it was Shania Twain, Jake Owen, and Travis Trick. And they each picked, I think, seven contestants per team um, to be on their team to compete on that show. Um, and so we got to go to Nashville and film the TV show. And we did stage coaching, voice lessons, wardrobe stuff. Um, we got to sit and hang out. That's when I met Brie Bagwell. Brie Bagwell's on that show. And her and I became really good friends because of that. And also Kylie Fry. She was on there as well. Um, and a bunch of other really like super big people were on that show. It was crazy. There was um, 21 of us that were competing and I wound up being top 14 on that show. And it was, it was incredible. It, it didn't feel like a competition, even though it was. Um, it just, they just made you feel like you were superstars. Like you, people were there to see your show pretty much is what it was. And I got to sing um, Heads Carolina by Jody Messina. And Jody Messina even like tweeted about me after she saw my performance and said that I did a really good job. So that was awesome. And then I sang um, Independence Day by Martina McBride. And that song was just incredible. And they did like confetti and all kinds of stuff at the end. So it, that, and did you get to choose those awesome. songs? Um, yes and no. It, it's kind of one of those things where I gave them like a list of songs that I'd really like to do. Yeah. And they kind of picked out which ones they wanted. Um, it went along with like a, they had different themes for different days, um, that they were doing. So it was, it was really cool. I met a lot of really cool people. Um, Copper Chief was on there. Um, trying to think Scooter Brown band, uh, Larry Fleet beat me out. Um, so if I'm going to get beat out by anybody, uh, I guess Larry Fleet, that's like a super amazing, well-known singer. I guess it's totally fine that he beat me out on that show. (laughs) Well, you know, honey, well, you can't pay for that kind of experience. I mean, how wonderful for you to have, you know, because it takes years and years of being on the road and traveling and doing shows to get that kind of experience that you got, you know, just in a few weeks and just, you know, Mm -hmm. the experience of being there. How wonderful for you. It was amazing. And and mainly the the whole thing that I took away from it, like even... I don't really, I don't care about winning. Like I, I honestly really hate competitions. And I normally don't do them. Um, to be honest, it's just a, it's a mind game really with me because I, I get too into my head about it and think that I like need to be the best or I need to win or, you know, whatever. And then if I don't win, it's like, you know, you're like up here and then you go down here. Um, but with that TV show, it just, it didn't feel like a competition. And, and I learned so much, even just from watching other people and, and seeing the big stars there and, and talking to them and getting advice from them. Um, I really think that after that show, I really stepped up, like stepped up my game and stepped up my songwriting and my performance and everything, like everything I learned from there, I, I have taken with me and I, and it's not to brag, but I I really have grown a lot as an artist since that TV show. And I think it really has helped my career quite a bit. Well, I'm sure that the creators of that show had that in mind. And I mean, I know that, um, you know, because what other purpose would there be when they're bringing in new people and they're trying to and they're giving you this opportunity to learn about wardrobe, to learn about, you know, to learn about stage presence and all of that. And and I think that's what's so wonderful about it. And and I I love that you have that kind of an attitude about it. And clearly it did did uh, did you a lot of good. And um, and I mean, I'm I. 
have no doubt that if you hadn't done that show, you'd still be who you are today. You still would have honed your craft and, and been been great at what you do. But I think that experience in itself gives you something to, um, you know, to glean from. No doubt about it. So I'm I'm really thrilled that you had a good experience and that you could walk away from both of those play, those things and say um, it was good for you to do. And just remember, you know, as far as competition goes. Um, you know, my struggle with uh, winning in a music competition because it's so subjective, as you know. Mm-hmm. It's not a ten- it's not a tennis match. It's not a golf game. It's not yes. a sports um, event where you keep score. Um, it's people listening, and just like you said, there's there were pe- there's people that can go to phenomenal shows, and some of them walk away from it and go, "Wow, that blew me away," and some were like, "Oh, it was okay," you know. And, and so everybody's going to get out of it something different. Different, right yes so I I think it's a beautiful thing that you that you did that and you enjoyed it and and of course Bree's been on the show and um and, Gosh, and, and that's the other thing I love about this it seems like and I talk about this a lot because it's just so prevalent it seems like the community of um you know of artists not just in Texas but country music and Americana there doesn't seem to be that competitiveness. It's like mm-hmm. everybody really wants to join together and they've always been so approachable. I think yes. that the fanfare that they have and, you know, the opportunities that are, um, that the fans have to meet the artists uh, is, you know, because they are so authentic and they all want to, you know, portray that we're all doing the same thing. We're all yes. living life the same way. I mean, I'm interested in knowing what is a day in the life for you, Billy Joe, because I know you're a mom. How many children do you have? (laughs) So I have four kids, but my husband has three kids. Um, So there's seven of them all together. But everyone's like, they like gasp when I say that, like, especially at shows. They're like, oh, my gosh, she has seven kids. Um, but it's, it's really not that bad. And, and honestly, they're not always like all here at the same time. It's, it's very, very, very rare for like all of them to be here. Um, but when they are all here, yes, yes, it is chaos, (laughs) but for the most part, they're not always all here. Mine are usually here except like standard, you know, with her dad pushes her weekends. Um, but it's, it's a fun time. And I even up until this year, I have coached both of my boys basketball teams, um, up until this year, like I, like the, wow. not like for the school, but for like, you know, little dribblers or whatever association is. And um, I love basketball. I love coaching. Um, I love yelling. Honestly, honestly, that's probably what I do is mainly yell. Um, <laughs> but I'm very competitive when it comes to sports. Like I love all kinds of sports. But anyway, so up until this year, I coached them. And this year I was like, I just can't do it. Like I can't do it because I'm I'm so busy um, with with everything. And I'd um, shows well, and I, already, I can already tell you're that kind of person that wants to be good at it and you want to do a good job yes. and give them everything you've got. <laughs> and so yes. I, I get it. But so do you have two boys and two girls? No, I have three boys and one girl. Okay. Uh, my girl is the oldest and then there's the three boys and they're, they're into everything. My daughter loves horses. My boys are in basketball, flag football, whatever they can get into. My five-year-old, he's about to be six. Um, he is the sweetest thing, but he's not even nothing like his dad was literally not even nothing, um, but he's also um, high functioning autistic. So those are even uh, their own little, you know, things that we have to go through with him. But um, he's he's super smart. He's doing amazing. He's kind of he's half a day in, in one class and half a day in a regular class. And he's doing really, really well. So it's um, it's challenging. So is sometimes, it sensory? What, what are the things that you deal with? with um, 
it's mainly just like his speech wise, like he talks, he's getting to where he talks a lot better um, than what he used to. Like over the past year, I've seen a huge, um, a huge, what's the word I'm trying to say? Increase in his vocabulary. Increase, yes, in vocabulary. Um, They've been working like a lot with him at school. Uh, I really honestly think he'll be like in a regular class pretty soon. It's just, it was mainly because people couldn't really understand what he was kind of trying to say. Um, And he used to do certain just kind of little things like that I'd, I knew something was 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 off, but I just I, I didn't know. You know, I have never been around that or experienced that. Um, so when we figured out, you know, what was going on with him, it just kind of it's it's helped a lot um, with him. And sometimes he just kind of mm-hmm. gets overstimulated, or if something's too loud, like he he just kind of has to sit there. And I'm like, it's okay. And then he's like, okay, it's fine. You know, like he just kind of has to be helped a little bit more when it comes to like noises and like sensory, I guess, things like you said. So. Well, you got your hands full there, Mama, and um, and I I think it's just precious that you're so involved. And I do remember those days I coached t-ball, which my son on the t-ball field was hilarious. He was out there picking <laughs> flowers and you know blowing the picking little grass uh, and yeah, doing yeah. somersaults. That's what yeah, you do. <laughs> letting ball crawl, you know, bugs crawl up his hand. I was like, dude, you're not in the game. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, and that's I the worst I, when you're competitive. I know. <laughs> well, like, I'm not that competitive, but I would like if I'm going to coach a team, I would like my son to actually be involved in it. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, well, I'm going to play Redneck, and and I, you know, it's it, it was really hard to, to choose which songs to to feature because all five of your songs that are out there are really wonderful. But this song for sure, because it's gotten over thirty thousand streams. I think you're up to almost thirty three thousand streams right now on Spotify, yeah. and um. And And, you know, it just shows the trueness of just putting it out there and letting people know, you know, some people might call it redneck. And I think you I think you nailed it when you said it's a simpler way of life. It's just the way of the way you choose to live. And there's nothing right or wrong about anything in that song. Just that that's this is this is the way you choose to do it. And there's a lot of uh, of us out there because I tell people all the time, I'm I'm pretty much redneck, white trash, whatever you want to call it. I grew up, (laughs) you know, barefoot. My first job was I pumped gas gas at a gas station and I was barefoot in short in little Daisy Duke shorts out on the beach. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Oh my gosh. That that tells you where I where where I've come from. So um tell me a little bit about this song we're gonna play it. So this one was also um a co-write with Tammy Marler and we both were kind of just sitting there talking about our husbands like for instance in the song um (laughs) my husband is just super laid back like sitting in a lawn chair, drinking a beer kind of thing. And um, her husband is the computer geek in the song. Like he's like okay. a computer, that's like his job is, is computer and stuff. And so it kind of talks a little bit about that. Um, but it's mainly just um, talking about how uh, I prefer redneck and blue jean wearing country boy kind of, kind of guy, you know? So it's just, it's just a super laid back country boy is really what another way of saying it so it's it's, this song is just very cute my best friend (laughs) hates this song with a passion and every show if she's there I'm like Jessica this song's for you because she literally (laughs) only because I think it's just because I've sang it like so many times I know I know I know I know and I you know I've got a band that some of the guys that have been with me for um one of my bass players been with me for 20 years I've been playing with my husband for 30 years and there's certain songs that I 
I've literally, I do a version of Purple Rain that, um, you know, the Prince song Purple Rain. And awesome. it's a really long song because I bring in I Can Only Imagine and I've got all kinds of other things that go on with it. And I've, we even wrote our own little ending to it. That's so it's awesome. like a 15 to 17 minute song sometimes, seriously. And everybody wants to hear it all the time. And I, every yeah. time I put it on the set list, all the guys are like, oh. <laughs> But it's, it's notoriously the one that everyone wants. So I get yeah. it. So you've got to be careful about the songs you put out there, girls. You never know. I know. Gosh, <laughs> I have found that out for sure. <laughs> well, I love it. I think it's a fun song, and clearly everybody else does too. So we're going to play it right now. It's called Redneck. And if you just tuned in, you're listening to Billy Joe. She goes by Billy Joe. Her name is Billy Joe Jones. But Billy Joe. You can find her on Billy Joe Music. She's you can stream her music all over. We're gonna come back and tell you exactly how to find her on social media and maybe some shows she's got coming up here this year. I'm gonna bring her back to McKinney. I'm gonna get her here for sure in June. So you yeah. guys keep your eyes open for that. But Billy Joe Jones, here we go, rednecking. We'll be right back right here on Texas Home.
so we're back with Billy Joe, and um, let's talk about what you've got coming up, honey. I know you've got some really great shows coming up for this year, and um, I want to tell people where they can find you. First of all, tell them how they can find you on social media. Yes, so I have um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really get on there very much. Um, I started doing the whole TikTok thing. Um, I refused for like ever, and I just started doing it a few months ago, and it's actually taken off quite a bit on TikTok, and I've done pretty well on there. Um, but you can find all of my shows at billyjoemusic.com. Um, or if you follow like bands in town stuff, um, you can also get to it that way. Um, or even my Facebook, I make an event for like every single show that I do as well as putting it on my billyjoemusic.com uh, website. Um, so yeah, all of my stuff's on there and you can find me. We are actually trying to rebrand. Um, I'm working with some people um, in Nashville right now. And so I'll be rebranding some, and I think we're going to be going with Billy Joe Jones. Um, okay. So I think it'll be all of that next year. Um, but it's not like 100% sure. That's just, I think that's what we're going well, to do. Well, I, I want to make sure everybody understands, too, that it, you're, you spell your name B-I-L-L-I-E, and it's J-O. Yes. And um, so yes. now you, we may be able to find you with Billy Joe Jones as well. Um, yes. But there's certainly an easy way to do it. And I also am a big proponent of bands in town. So I tell people all the time, if you've got artists that you like, Go on that app and put it in there, follow them, and it will let you know whenever they're in an area, even if you're traveling. That's what's so great yes. about bands in town. And I can't it's tell you, my husband perfect. and I travel a lot, <laughs> um, you know, because of, uh, of course, with him being the mayor, we do a lot of we do a lot of traveling sometimes for, for that, as well as we like to go to places to hear music. And there's never been a time that I haven't pulled up my bands in town app in a city and it sends me people that that I follow and where they're going to be and we see so many great shows like that last minute so I'm a big proponent of using that platform I think it's great um, so tell me where you're going to be coming up here this year so uh, January 4th through the 8th um, I've got a couple of shows and we may add another show um, it's not for sure just yet but you know check out bands in town and billjoemusic.com to see but um, I'm for sure going to be playing in Shadyside, Ohio, and then also in Wheeling, West Virginia. Um, I'm doing a couple of shows um, with a guy named Gage Joseph. Um, he's pretty pretty well known in that area. And uh, I think we're honestly going to do like a, a full band song swap kind of thing where he's nice. going to do a couple of songs and I'll do a couple of songs and he's going to let his band back me. Um, so I think that's going to be really, really awesome. That'll be in, the, in, Wheeling, West, in Wheeling, West Virginia at Ogilvy Bay. Um, park, I think is the name of it there. Um, but just check out billyjoemusic.com to, to make sure I'm telling you correctly. Um, and then um, I'm going to be playing in Key West, Florida, which is going to be crazy because I've never been there um, before. But um, with Miss Erica Sunshine Lee and a, a bunch of female artists um, are going to be there. And that's January 12th through the 18th, I believe. Um, there's going to be a huge festival going on with, with different female artists. Um, every single night i think of the event so it's going to be it's going to be really cool i'm excited to be a part of it I've well been i think it. it said it's called chick fest or something like that yes, and key west chick fest key west chick fest girl if i didn't already yes. have something going on i'd be there because i think that's going to be a really fun time and really yes, great opportunity awesome. for you to get to know some other female artists and Heck, you never know if you've got some downtime. Maybe you can even grab somebody and co-write a song while you're there. Because I tell you, yes. um, it's it's just a lot of fun when you get together, that dynamic. And you know how us girls are. We all like to, to, mm -hmm. to 
My, my husband calls it a gaggle of women. I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure you're going to have some yeah, of that. Yeah. They have it where um, they're putting us up in a house there, like close to the beach. All of the girls that are performing are going to be in a house. And we, they do have like co-writes set up too with different people. So wow. I think it's going to be really cool. Really what cool a, experience. What a great opportunity. Well, you definitely yes. need to do that for sure. We're yes. going to make that happen. Yes. So, well, yes, I ma'am. have got to tell you, I really enjoyed getting to know you, honey. And I know that, um, like I said earlier, this isn't going to be the last time that I'm with Billy Joe Jones because I'm going to be following you around and I'm going to get you into my town. So you guys, all my listeners out there, you just be sure to to listen up because I'll tell you when she's going to be around. And we'll continue to play your music. I know that you're going to have some more songs coming out this coming year. Um, I definitely want you to work on a Christmas tune. I'd love to hear that. And darling... (laughs) Just keep on keeping on being a good mom and wife. You're just you're just a wonderful, wonderful human being. And I'm so glad that I got to know you, honey, and, and be a part, a small part of getting your music out to more people. And it's, it's really important to me to do that for you. So we're going to play one of my favorite songs. I've got to tell you, I think this line, I think the hook on this is for, is just wonderful. This name of the song is Forever Came Today. You got to give me a little background on it. Yes, so this song is actually the the only song and the first song that I actually got to um, do a music video to. I've never done one of those before, so that was really cool. It's out on YouTube and stuff. Um, but we came up with this song during COVID, like when we were all quarantined for a while, which was like awful. But the only thing you could do was either go live and play music or do some Zoom co-writes and stuff. Um, so I sat down with uh, Tammy Marler and Brian Jeffries, um, and Brian is actually the one that kind of had this idea already about Forever Came Today, and we sat down and, and kind of threw out different experiences that, that we've all had. So there's a little mixture of all of our lives in this song, um, and it's 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 a just a really very well-written song, and, and it's not just to like, you know, toot my own horn or whatever. I had a little, like a little part in this song, to be honest. Um, Brian's writing in this was just incredible, and, and Tammy um, and myself did the uh, the melody and stuff to it, and it's a killer vocal song. Like I get, really I get is. really, I get really nervous because um, when people request it um, at my shows, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I forgot about this song, and then I forgot about how hard it is to sing this song. So I'm like, we probably should have wrote this so it was a little bit easier to sing, but. Um, it's a really good song. Well, and song I, but I, I, the melody, the jumps, you know, the octave jump that you do yes. uh, is phenomenal. And I think that's probably what pulls me in because I recognize those things. I, and I can only imagine when you're playing a bunch of shows and you're not in t- complete top voice. And then all of a sudden, you know, yes. oh, I got to do this song. <laughs> I yes. get it. Yes. I, get, I get it. Well, darling, thank you so much for agreeing to do this show. And um, especially at a time when everything is so busy. I've just, I just adore you and I can't wait to get to know you better. And I'm so thrilled that I get to share your music with all my listening audience here. So you guys don't forget Billy Joe Jones and um, download her stuff, stream her music, get out there and tell people about her. And we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music to talk about what we've got coming up right here. But here we go. Forever Came Today with Billy Joe Jones. <laughs> Sugar baby, you used to call me honey pie. Today you called without explaining. 
called me up to say goodbye Remember once upon a time Cause mine was yours and yours was mine We shared a home, a life, a dream Tonight you'll come and get your about you guys but I really enjoyed her and I, I really like the spirit behind her music and her message and what a sweet soul raising all those kids that she's got and still finding time to give to all of us this beautiful music so Billy Joe Jones I love you sweet pea and I really believe that you're going to go places um, a lot farther than I ever did and I hope that I can watch some of it and be there for it so kudos to you sweetie I want to say one thing. Um, I have really enjoyed this um, past year and getting to know a lot of you and hope you'll continue to reach out to me in my email, maylee at texashomegrownmusic.com. I enjoy hearing your stories and hearing about uh, how you've enjoyed these artists that I introduce you to. So looking forward to another wonderful year of music with all of you. And I want to say thanks again to my sponsors, Texas um, 
couldn't couldn't do it without all of them. The Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and of course, Burris Injury Law. You guys be sure to check them out. Um, if you ever need anything in any of those categories, they are the place to go and the people to see and the people to shout out to because they love music and they love sharing it with uh, all of you every week. So thank you guys. I'm going to... I'm going to start this year out with something I really believe we should all do, and that is turn off the news and build a garden. I love Lucas Nelson, and I love his music and his message. He always has something beautiful to say to me through it, and I want to say it to all of you and wish you a wonderful year of love, peace, love, and kindness. You know, that's what I'm all about. And there's something very beautiful about building a garden or planting something and watching it grow and flourish and uh, right now, all of my flowers are gone except for the pansies, and um, and even my cabbage is all eaten up by the by the rabbits right now. But um, it's a beautiful thing to see and do. So why don't you do that for me? Build build a garden for yourself. Plant something. Watch it come up in the spring, and let's all beautify this world as much as we can um, through peace, love, and kindness. So this is to another show, another year of Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. Peace out, everybody. Love life. I believe that every heart is kind Some are just a little underused Hatred is a symptom of the times Lost in these uneducated blues I just want to love you while I can All these other thoughts have me confused I don't want to try to understand Maybe I'll turn off the fucking news Turn off the news and build a garden Just my neighborhood and me We might feel a bit less hardened We might feel a bit more free Turn off the news and raise the kids Give them something to believe Teach them how to be good people Give them hope that they can see Hope that they can see Turn off the news and build a garden with me Trust builds trust All that negativity's a bust Trust Builds trust Don't you want to be happy Turn off the news and build a garden Just my neighborhood and me We might feel a bit less hardened We might feel a bit more free Turn off the news and raise the kids Give them something to believe in Teach them how to be good people Give them hope that they can see Hope that they can see
Turn off the news and build a garden with me Turn off the news and build a garden with me